1: VGK loses a shootout at OK Corral, needs a miracle with two games remaining. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco, and you could follow us at Lockdown VGK, myself at Tony Dasco on Twitter. He is Chris Golick. He can be found at TD Chris G on Twitter. And thank you so much for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. Chris, the Golden Knights blew two leads in Tuesday night's game. They lost to the Dallas Stars in a game that they had to win 3-2 to in a shootout. The magic number for the Stars now, just one point. They could get that in the game against the Coyotes on Wednesday night. And VGK, Chris, hanging on by a thread as Nashville clinched a playoff spot with the VGK loss, so it's come down to two teams. And this was a pretty physical game from the outset.
0: It was a lot of fun to watch, Tony. I mean, subtracting the emotional... Bias of my hometown team uh suffering defeat and a most likely uh non-uh playoff year. It's it's a little bit uh depressing, but man, it, it was a really fun game. Um talking uh yesterday with the gentleman from Dallas, uh just unfortunate. I, I asked him, I said, if your top line doesn't get the goals, where will the other goals come from? And sure enough, uh Jason Robertson uh, absolutely uh undress the defense for that first goal he gets the second goal on the tip just you know so unfortunate so upsetting but it was a really good fun hockey game the emotion of the shootout and your team's life on the line that's something that we haven't uh, lived through in in our short five uh, years with uh, supporting our golden Knights but a lot of fun a lot of sadness a lot of emotion. you know, we're not done yet. We still got a pulse, so this isn't going to be um, a funeral yet. We got some, got to hope, make a lot of positive thoughts and see what the next uh, 72 hours or so bring us.
1: And, you know, the fans can definitely uh, feel for Logan Thompson for a second straight oh, game, wow. a uh, game, losing in a shootout. Uh, this time it was a seven-round shootout, and it was a one-to-nothing final. Logan Thompson uh, stopping 28 of 30 uh, shots in regulation. And I would have to put those two goals, I think, defensively on Brady McNabb. Uh, The deflection out in front and then uh, the little dangle move by Robertson. Uh, That's how I felt. I thought that uh, Brady McNabb, but he made some really sensational saves in that game. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Logan Thompson. And I think the biggest save of the game was on Pavelski on that uh, big play. And uh, just, again, bouncing up on his feet, and he played so well, uh, and, you know, he was also hit into the uh, the net. Uh, so Might have hurt his uh, his right knee, and we don't know what his status now is going to be for Wednesday night. And we could see Gary Patera. That's the only other goalie that's out there right now for VGK.
0: Um, emergency goalie, uh, Scott Foster. Remember that story out of Chicago <laughs>
1: a few years ago. What do you think he's doing right now? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, my goodness. Uh, my goodness. They are in a world of hurt <laughs> if he can't go because, uh, Thompson's kept them in games, you know, the past uh, few contests for the golden Knights. And, uh, yeah, there was, uh, just, uh, you know, some really good heady plays, some good, uh, glove saves, uh, some pad saves in front. Uh, just bouncing around, and he looked pretty good. Uh, the story on the night, once again, it was the fact that the Golden Knights just could not cash in on several opportunities.
0: No doubt, and, and before we get to that, uh, just back to Logan, just a few things. A goalie's job, a goalie has basically two jobs when they start a game. The first job they have is to keep the team in the game and give your team a a chance to win. And he has done nothing but that in pretty much all of his starts. Your second job as a goalie is make all the saves you're supposed to, and then make a few saves you're not supposed to. And right now that is the difference between Logan Thompson and Robin Leonard, all the saves in the shootouts, that overtime save, uh, and the glove. And when he basically didn't even flinch, putting his glove skate away out of the crease and, uh, you know, let's let's move on. He took the took the hit in, in overtime. I thought there was a shot. They might even call it an interference on that. I know there was a little bit of a shove, but you're either going to call the the defending player for some type of infraction, or if they don't feel the defending player commit an infraction, refs a lot of the times are now going to goaltender interference. So that kind of surprised me. I know in the circumstances and the magnitude of the game, it's going to be tough for uh, Wes McCauley to put his arm Put his hand up, but that's just uh, kind of how it goes. But yeah, he takes that hit, he gets right up, and just a remarkable game by Logan. He has been our hero. And I'm sure we'll talk in a future show about our goaltending situation for next year. And looking at back at the opportunities now, oh my goodness. Um at the end of the game, uh I think it was uh Stone that had one right on his stick there and Patcharetti. And I thought there was two different times when I kind of stood up on my feet, and said here it is, and you know, squandered opportunities, no doubt. You got to you gotta finish this game. This is now two games in a row with our playoff life on the line. We coughed up third-period leads, and that's really the long and short of, uh, you know, why we're in the spot that we're in.
1: Yeah, twice. Uh, and again, the Golden Knights, for the first time in seven games, they scored the opening goal, and uh, yeah. they just can't put teams away. Twice they did have the one-goal lead. The biggest save was the one that you were alluding to, uh, Rupe Hintz, uh, with that glove save by Thompson that was just sensational. And he has really done a remarkable job down the stretch and definitely has to be in contention. Um, perhaps, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Robin Leonard. Will he come back healthy next season? Uh, will they try to deal Robin Leonard at this point? Leonard might not be happy with this organization. And Robin Leonard, by the way, is back on Twitter, folks. So you might want to check him out there. Uh, but uh, really? back to the yeah, he he went back. Really? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, so he is Uh-oh. back. He uh, came back on this evening, and I saw his uh, his Twitter handle. It's alive, but he hasn't really tweeted anything. It's just uh, oh, it's coming. It's it.
0: coming. Bookmark it. Bookmark
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you know when he's uh, <laughs> maybe when he's just coming out of the hospital and under anesthesia, where he can just start blasting away. But oh, uh, so I,
0: I want to talk about do it before. without that. But I hear you.
1: Can we talk about the physicality, though? Because uh, I'll tell you what, I thought that uh, I thought that Dallas had set the tone. I thought in the second period they had so much offensive zone time. The Golden Knights scored their two goals in a span. It was like within 54 seconds, I think, of uh, of each period, you know, uh, in the first and the second periods with their uh, two goals that they scored physicality. Max Pacioretty got belted in the game. Uh, and he was uh, sent to the bench it took him a while to get his wits about him and he finally came back Mark Stone is not well he's not moving around he was double clutching you know the puck on his shots just taking his time it was very slow it was slow motion uh, if you will on what he was uh, doing out there on the ice on uh, Tuesday night and I still believe I'm going to go back to a play here Chris I think that Brett Burns when he fell on top of Stone might have hurt his back again cuz he was sitting on him remember in the San Jose game just uh, his, a few nights ago Mark Stone's
0: face was literally on the ice for what seemed like that entire sequence now even though it looked like that I'm assuming the the side of the helmet was maybe kind of keeping his face from making you know contact so we didn't get a some frostbite or something like that but I know the play you're talking about, and Brent Burns is a big boy. And you know, Burns went down on him with authority. He was in no hurry to get up. He was mad about Mark Stone dropping on the puck. You could tell by his uh, body language. And at the time, you know, it was clear Mark Stone was just trying to kill time because every second killed was that much closer uh, to a victory. Maybe if the if the ref wouldn't have blown a uh, blown that play dead for another uh, second or so, we would be having a different conversation right now. Um, But yeah, Mark Stone, he, he's a warrior. He's going to give everything he has. And as far as options on the BGK roster, and now there are no options. That's the thing. They had to go with another unor- unorthodox roster in a very, very big game. So the last two years, their two biggest regular season games, uh, looting the last year against Colorado when they still had a shot to pass them uh, for the uh, different divisions and all that. With um, with what happened last year and then this year against Dallas in a win or pretty much a win or go home scenario. Uh, we're going with Dylan Coughlin. I, I, did Dylan Coughlin even log? No. A shift tonight? by the way. OK, Dylan,
1: Dylan Coglin did not play. So it no, no. was basically an 11 and six alignment. And I thought would really hurt the VGK. I thought would hurt them in the game was the fact that they could not roll four four straight lines, right? They didn't have four full lines, and they had to keep doubling up on shifts, and I felt that that was a factor at times in the game. I really did because Dallas just kept coming out with its four lines, and I think at times VGK wore down. I really do believe that that was uh, one of the, uh, the issues in the game, and I think that that was to the detriment of the Golden Knights going 11 forwards and just six defensemen. Uh, and why couldn't they take someone else if they knew that Kolasar was out? That's my biggest question right now. And why couldn't they use Coghlan if Coghlan was active? So
0: it's not uh, being, a, being a forward in, at the NHL level. It's not just an interchangeable piece for, you know, someone like Dylan Coglin. Now, Brent Burns, he's flirted with time as a forward before in his career. Someone like that or even like an Eric Carlson type. Sure, someone like that could get a spot. Um, Or, hey, what about John Merrill? Where's John Merrill these days? Remember that (laughs) huge goal he got, that beautiful uh, backhand? It was like he uh, scored that same goal 50 times. Um, And that's also back in better times when things were going well. And we could put people like John Merrill at forward and he would score a goal for us. Um, But I think the salary cap, Tony, is the answer. I think given the LTIR situation, because you can't, a player going to LTIR right now has no salary implications now. Because you're under 10 games in the season, they're so close. I I think once they reactivated William Carrier, this was going to be the roster, come hell or high water, because there's no other options, unfortunately. Um, Back to the double shifting, yeah, that's a spot-on statement. Sure, it's easy for Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson, William Carlson, depending on who uh, who, uh, Coach DeBoer decides to send out there. But it doesn't just – the fourth line will still be okay because that's still an improvement when someone like that's out there. But now you're disrupting the rhythm of the other players when they're taking shifts with the fourth line and then shifts with the first line. It's not just mix and match, go in there and have a productive shift. The timing is completely different from the way, you know, Carrier and uh, Nick wall are skating versus Pacioretty, Stevenson, um, and uh, – the don off, it's just a whole different scenario. And sure, but that, that's another ingredient into the blender that uh led us to where we are now, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and uh, the MVP, Chandler Stevenson, I have to point out the go-ahead goal yes. with two seconds remaining in the second period. BGK led at that point, two to one at the end of two. Again, the two late goals for the Golden Knights. And uh in the post-game presser for the Dallas Stars, Chris, they were even saying that they were very aware of what the VGK had done the first two periods, and they did not want that to happen again, so they made sure that they cleared the puck out of there. And uh, oh yeah, and I uh, tweeted out for you there, Chris. Elon Musk announces that Robin <laughs> Leonard has returned to Twitter. <laughs> Stay with us. Uh, coming up next, I the saw season... that now I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> the season is all but over. VGK needs a miracle. Stay with us. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Knights. Hey, what is HelloFresh? I don't know if you know about HelloFresh, but with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from, including low calorie and carb conscious options. HelloFresh offers the flexibility that you need to easily customize your order online or in the app, easily change your delivery day, your food preferences, on and on, the size of the plan, or you can skip a week, whatever you need to do. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, fit and wholesome, family-friendly, gourmet options, Providing plenty of variety. Myself and Chris were always on the run, and we have to grab food fast. And HelloFresh is the best thing going. Go to HelloFresh.com/slash on 16 and use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, it's HelloFresh.com/slash on 16. Use the code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Gifts, and that's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It is free and available wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back from Las Vegas. I'm Tony Cardasco Chris Golick. Alongside, we come to you from Las Vegas. The Golden Knights are all but out of the race. Chris, I have a feeling that either Arizona or the Ducks are going to lay down and tank it. I think they're going to tank it.
0: I think. Uh, I mean, let, let's start in Anaheim, they don't need to tank it. Uh, Getzlaff, he has called it a career. He's done. Cam Fowler didn't even get on, didn't even get on the plane. So, I mean, you're you're you need a lot. Out of Anaheim that last game, uh, going down to Dallas. Now, listen, same thing we've said a million times you got players playing for roster spots, people trying to make an impression. So, just maybe, you know, then Arizona. I mean, Arizona, what are we gonna, you know, there's not this segment's not gonna be too long here. Um, you need a miracle, you need this is a longer shot than losing at home to New Jersey and. San Jose in the manner that happened. You know, it seems like it's a matter of time. All we can do is hope at this point.
1: Well, there's also no assurance, right, Chris, that the VGK is going to win in Chicago. Chicago has played the Golden Knights very well. And the Golden Knights had a rally the last time that Chicago was here in town. And then the first meeting was the game in which Marc-Andre Fleury won for the Blackhawks. And in the game, Perhaps we won't see Logan Thompson. We don't know how his right knee is going to do, uh, how that's going to react a day later. We don't know. I mean, will Dylan Coghlan be in the lineup or not? Will they go 11 and six again? And I don't care who they're playing against. If their opponent is rolling four lines and VGK is playing the back end of a back-to-back, that could be disastrous.
0: Uh, No doubt. And, you know, Mark Stone has been a shadow of himself. Pat you know, had a had a rough game as far as being roughed up a little bit. Took a short shift after he was roughed up. Big physical game. And what if Mark Stone doesn't go? All of a sudden, now we're down to 10 forwards. What if Pat doesn't go? Now we're down to nine forwards. I mean, it's it's been the craziest of the crazy seasons that we've ever had. I mean, the it's craziest. Been like,
1: it's been like there's been it it it's been like there's been a full moon the entire season, basically. Yeah, that's that
0: exactly. I mean, whatever can go wrong has whatever drama there could be. There has been all starting from a uh, from day one, if you will, when uh flurry left uh, it was traded in the offseason for absolutely nothing, and then the Blackhawks uh, flipped him uh, for you know a high draft pick. I mean, it's just. You know, leverage is a is a crazy thing. Going back to that uh, Mark Andre Flurry trade, the NHL knew that the entire NHL knew Golden Knights had to get rid of him, and no one was willing to give us anything of value. And all of a sudden, come uh, you know, come the end of the season, all of a sudden Flurry's value went up this much. No, his his value didn't change a bit. If anything, his value was lower because he did not have a good season with Chicago. So, yeah, just I, I know we're kind of going off the rails a little bit here, but craziest of the craziest of seasons. Season five will go down in history as the craziest season possibly ever for the Vegas Golden Knights. And we still got two games to play. We're still mathematically alive. It's nuts.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, that was day one with Flurry. Day two was like the injuries to Stone and Pacioretty right out of the chute at the start Alec of the Martinez. season. And Alec Martinez gets hurt and missed 50 games and all of that. And that's a lot to handle for any organization and at the end of the day though I still feel that Pete DeBoer might be the scapegoat for this team. Hey Chris, I want to talk about the shootout cuz how does VGK send up seven players and not score a goal? One of my first impressions is there was not a lot of creativity, okay? Jack Eichel for the second night in a row he goes wide and doesn't really do much with the with the puck. I was just I was disappointed, to be honest with you, uh, with both of his attempts and shootouts. And then, of course, uh, we saw where um, Heskinen, uh, Miro Heskinen uh, score the winning goal and on the backhand. And then William Carlson doesn't do anything but just put it right into, as Pacioretty would say, into the pillows.
0: Uh, March so hit the post March hit so had her he hit the outside attempts. of the post. It was the outside of the post. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but when you're looking at the other six attempts, that's <laughs> the best of the best. Yeah, that was the best of the best. you right of the about best. that. Yep. You know, Shay Theodore, let's start there. And again, Shay Theodore dynamite and shootouts, you know, he's going forehand backhand, you know, he's most likely going to beat you forehand backhand. And it felt like Ottinger had did his homework on every single shooter. I felt like when I was watching the replays in real time that he was moving before our players were making their final move when they were going for a deke or when we were shooting like Jack Eichel, the only thing he did different tonight was he went to the opposite side. He tried to go um to the, to the right side, last night, left side tonight.
1: Yeah. He went um, to the right first and then to the left. Yeah. But like nothing create creative, like you would imagine that you might see. William
0: Carlson having the, the, the game on his stick, I didn't know how I felt about it. I mean, obviously, I know how I feel about it now at the time. I Who would you have sent up there?
1: To... Who else was left that you might have sent up there at that point?
0: That's uh, right. never got a shot, correct?
1: Yeah, but I think he was hurt. I think he was hurt. Stone, Stone couldn't move very well. I was trying to think, like, who else was left?
0: Okay, let's um, Coglin. Nick Nick Waugh got an attempt. Yeah, yeah Coglin. The
1: well. <laughs> Donoff got the uh, Donoff
0: got his attempts.
1: Yeah, Marcia, so goes off the post, and Theodore and Eichel and you're not you're not putting you're not giving Carrier a shot there. Yeah. Okay. Nick
0: Waugh. I mean, I guess i I mean, Alec Martinez. I don't know if you know he does some wacky things in. Uh, I would practice. just have them tee
1: up. A, well, I'd have them tee up a slap shot. You know, just go out to the dot on the right side and just let it fly. No one it's would been, be expecting It's been that. done a
0: lot. You know, it's been done <laughs> a lot where a player will skate in, they'll get to the hash mark, and they'll right. just let tee it, it up fly. And they got no idea where the puck's going to go. To be clear, they just shoot, hope, and you know, if it's not going to be a goal, it might kill the goalie. So, uh, you know, that's just uh, how that goes sometimes. But, I mean. Uh, t- did Patch forgive me, um did Patch ready take a shift take an overtime shift?
1: Oh, great question. I don't remember. Oh yeah, he I think he was out there in the OT. I think he was out if he's there. out
0: there in OT unless yeah. just
1: Good something point.
0: happened but going into the intermission, unless something happened, or going not, not the intermission, but between the the overtime and the shootout, unless just something got aggravated. You gotta give him a shot. He he's the best, he is the best sniper we got. I think he's gotta get a shot over Carlson and And then if we go to the bottom of the eighth inning and uh, Carlson needs to get a pinch hit, you know, then so be it. All
1: right, uh, stay with us. Coming up next, what's gone wrong with VGK down the stretch? Stay with us. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Have you tried Built Bar's puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. They are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy, marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. And I like the banana cream pie. You also have coconut marshmallow and so many other good flavors, so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included, 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which will usually have 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Bilt.com. You can use the promo code LOCKED15. LOCKED15 will get you 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golic from Las Vegas, where the Golden Knights are all but out of it. No playoffs. I know you started your playoff beard, but no playoffs for you. You might have to shave now. Uh, first thing on uh, probably Thursday morning or late Wednesday night, Chris. What, what, what has we, gone
0: wrong? We go to YouTube, maybe.
1: <laughs> what has gone wrong with the Golden Knights the last two weeks?
0: I mean, let's look at the whole at the whole month right now. Five and six in the month of April—that's the biggest issue. Number one. And let's look at the key home losses: Vancouver, five to one; New Jersey, that just catastrophic game. That—that's even worse than the San Jose game, in my opinion. And then obviously the San Jose game. You got these three, basically layup game. I mean, Vancouver is not a layup. Fine, we can just if there's if you're going to go two and three and you lose to Vancouver and those three games, fine, whatever, but the loss against New Jersey, the loss against that devastating, catastrophic loss against the sharks and just kind of just summing up the season as a whole, things were okay for a while. Things were okay for a while. So many injuries, but the golden Knights were always tinkering around a playoff spot. As the players come back to full health, as our roster comes back, as DeBoer now has to start managing the lines in the roster a little more is really when things fell apart. So the opposite happened, Tony, we got healthier. That's when we're like, okay, now we can see what this team is really made of. Now is when we can make a Stanley cup run. If we just get in there, you know, we're, you wouldn't want to play us says Jonathan marches. So, and, and DeBoer just wanted to punch, you know, get his ticket to the dance and all that stuff, but you have to earn it. You have to earn that opportunity. And the best comparison i thought of the other day i don't know why this just hit me now um, I, I have a background in poker whether it's playing poker or managing uh, various poker rooms around this trip and dealing being around amateur players is the number one thing that i experience low level not not professionals by any means but they all have a commonality if i had a six or seven figure bankroll i can become an amazing poker player if i just had you know someone handed me a hundred thousand dollars i can manage that bankroll become a millionaire like it's that easy. Well, you have to earn the opportunity to become a professional poker player. In this case, the Golden Knights had to earn the opportunity to get to the playoffs. I think they thought too far ahead. I think they just assumed, hey, it's all going to come together at some point. We're going to get in, and the Magic's going to come. And unfortunately, it did not come. And- so many questions that are going to have to be answered pretty soon, Tony.
1: Yeah, and, and for VGK, you know, again, I think it was also mismanagement of the salary cap. Uh, no we doubt. had heard no you know, doubt. yeah we had heard a couple of weeks ago the carrier was supposed to be back and then they started to play games and that's when they started finagling more with the salary cap. He finally does come back and then he goes out and just like everything I think just was in shambles too. And we don't know right now. And I think that you know again VGK was just banking on getting into the playoffs. And then everything would be fine. All of a sudden, uh, everyone would come back to life. Uh, The six or seven players that are still on LTIR would be back and everyone would be playing. And they'd be a really healthy squad for the playoffs. But they, along the way, forgot that you have to win to get into the playoffs first. See, I think they put too much of their efforts and too much credence on winning and feeling that they would get into the playoff picture and then getting everyone back after that. And I just think that that was poorly managed and they still are, they've got so many issues with the salary cap and they have too many, way too many, as we thought way back when they started to sign them, way too many long-term contracts. And I don't know how they're going to solve that in the off season.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure now that we're going to have to be a lot more creative in our shows for the next, uh, you know, two months or so without, um, our Vegas talk about, so I'm not going to get too far ahead in a lot of that, but there's some key moments right there, making the trade for Eichel knowing that the second he comes back to full health, you're going to be over the salary cap. Um, Riley Smith never being traded during that time was also a clue about things. Um, you know, let's go back to Mark stone. The second the Eichel deal was made not long thereafter, it was uh, something happened with some other injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, Stone goes down, here comes Jack Eichel. And then Kelly McCrimmon, oh, he's going to he should be fine by the playoffs. He should be, he should come back. And then a statement was even made that the team will be cap compliance, uh, come playoff, you know, with Mark Stone down. Well, all of a sudden Mark Stone came back with uh, you know, two, two and a half weeks left of the regular season. And only reason that happened is because there was some found money with some other injuries and such. You know, the Dodonoff trade. If Dodonoff gets traded, is Riley Smith playing right now? That's another question. And I just can't wait and hope. I mean, listen, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but, you know, the exit interviews, I always find very interesting. I, I watch from beginning to end. And it's you get a little more from some players. Bill Foley will give a pretty honest um, impression of how he felt about the season and how things went. And some of the players will be a little more a little more open, Someone will be a little more, a little closer to the vest, but you're going to be able to read between the lines of a lot of the things. And honestly, will Pete DeBoer even make it to the exit interviews?
1: He'll be in the cab already. He'll be in the cab.
0: Right? Yeah, no, he'll He'll That's get
1: the uh Yeah, the Gallant treatment. The, the Gallant yeah. uh, VIP uh, Florida Panthers service. Exactly. And so for Dallas, it was their 11th come from behind victory of the season. And I still say that the MVP of this team, is Chandler Stevenson. I touched on that a little bit, right, Chris, but yep. for the fourth straight game, he pots a goal and now he has 21 goals on the season. And he's just been the most reliable, most consistent player for the golden Knights this season. A hundred percent, Tony, he is, you know, the
0: one player that they can put when he's in, when he's in the middle, he's a lot more productive than he when he's on the wing, but he's effective on the wing. He is effective anywhere on the ice. And, you want to give McPhee a ton of credit, you know, for, you know, getting a player on the cheap and, you know, getting a plus EV as far as what their contract and what you're getting. Uh, Chandler Stevenson was an absolute amazing move. You know, you can go a little bit deeper to players like uh, Ben Hutton, who contributed uh, Howden, who went healthy, did well, Patrick, you know, bad luck for him all season. Like there were a lot of good recent roster moves made, but unfortunately, you know, to what you said, we just got to get into the playoffs. And I think they just kind of felt it was automatic. I think the golden Knights, I think the coaching staff, I think the leadership just all said, Oh, it all kind of worked itself out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then you started to feel the squeeze the closer and closer we got. And really about three weeks ago is when the red alert happened, like, Oh, this might not happen all of a sudden, what do we do? And you're up against a salary cap, weird things happen. Oh yeah. Now Robin Leonard doesn't even want to play anymore because he's playing injured given everything he got and he's upset about, uh, DeBoer and, uh, you know, the comments he made and getting pulled. So, okay, fine. See you later. I'll get my surgery now. If if I'm not good enough for you. And I'm sure there's more to it than that, but I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) It's just, it's remarkable, Tony. I know I say that word so much, but this is just such a remarkable, it's out. I'm actually sitting right now. um, at city national getting ready to go referee some hockey games. And I'm actually staring at the, First uh, at at a panoramic photo from season one, um, the game against the Coyotes, the very first game, very first regular season game. And uh, yeah, there we are then and here we are now. It's uh, an odd moment now that I'm looking around the looking around this big picture in front of me. It's really strange.
1: Yeah, quite a contrast. Uh, We have to talk about the game. There is a game coming up on Wednesday night. BGK in the back to back, the tail end, a very dangerous game (laughs) in Chicago that a lot of fans might not even want to watch. Uh, But I was really, you know what? I have to give VGK some credit for bouncing back after that really disappointing loss uh, to San Jose. I didn't know what type of a team we would see. Yes, they scored the first goal. Yes, they were able to have the lead twice in the game, but they relinquished that. But they did bounce back, so to speak, against Dallas. I don't know that they can bounce back against Chicago. They might win the game but it's going to be like a three to two or four to three final. It's going to be a one goal game. And I think by then, by the time that game is over, I feel that Dallas will have wrapped up that final spot for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I look forward to the storylines of this game, hopefully not from the drama standpoint, you know, and the fact that they're going to have to scrape a roster together and stuff like that. But, Something unexpected happening. Someone just stepping up. Will Carrier maybe going to third straight game with a goal or, or something like that. And something to leave me with um, some level of excitement about. Um, who knows? Maybe Patera shuts out uh, Chicago, and maybe we make it to game eighty-two still live for a playoff spot. I, I'm really hoping there's something positive to come out of this game. Same breath if they go out there and just blow them out seven to one or something. Now you think about what could have been against teams like New Jersey and San Jose and such.
1: Well, we thank everyone for making Locked On Golden Knights our first lesson. Your first listen, I should say, every day. And coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll recap the Chicago game and much, much more. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone. Help you to become the expert of your fantasy league. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. For Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. We'll see you again once again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.